Hey, yo, Chris, where you at? I'm in town. What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Chris Hovers. Welcome back to the Solo Dolo Podcast. Today, I got a special guest. This is a longtime friend of mine. It's my man, Ed. What's good, bro? What's good? What's good? So first, glad First, to be I want to say congratulations, bro, because you the first person on this podcast as a guest, so appreciate you. Man, <laughs> I, that's what I was about to get to. I was just like, just to, just to have the honor to be the first one, like, I really appreciate that, yeah, just man. to be like. To watch these clips now to be here yeah it's, going, yeah, it's a right. crazy, it's crazy thing bro and yeah, i've been trying to do this for a little minute now and and it's it's really just like fuck it just do that shit bro it ain't gotta be too you don't gotta overthink nothing just do it, do it. um trying to think where do we even start bro i mean really like i guess tell the people a little bit about yourself and that how we know each other as well so right. so as you know my name's my name's Ed. People call me Ed, Eddie. Make music. I do gaming. Anything you could think of, I got a hand in the type of thing. So I think I met Chris in like 11th grade year. I had just transferred to HD. So my first two years of high school, I went to um, New Kellington. Transferred over to HD. Met him, linked up with some of my old friends that um I had grew up with, Tyrone and like Aaron and everyone like that. I forgot and, you grew up with them. Yeah, right. that's crazy. So before HD, you already I already knew them. Yeah, so it's just like I didn't even know nigga. I didn't even know people went there. You feel me? I was just like, bro, y'all, 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 y'all here? Yeah. I just remember. I just remember, <laughs> bro. The first day was crazy, bro. I was just remember walking in there thinking like I ain't gonna run into nobody I really know or anything like that. I'm starting fresh in a new school, 11th yeah. grade year. Yeah, like I didn't know like everyone transferred there. You feel me? Cause like I forget, like most people go to y'all your neighborhood school, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And that was everyone's neighborhood school. But me, I went all the way over in Georgetown. So Cause you were still like, living here on this side. Yeah, I that was still crazy. here. Had to catch the bus over there, bro. I used to leave my house at five a.m. in the morning, bro. And then oh, you know, Duke don't we don't got school till five. So most days I ain't get home till like eight, bro. Damn. I would. Yeah, pulled. I had to get up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> How was Duke though? Cause we used to look at Duke, at least for me. And what I used to hear about it was like, it was like up there as far as like. I'm probably about to get some shit for this. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I had an interesting experience. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, I'm and then this is definitely not to like downplay the school or anything. I think it's right. a great school. I like the idea of what the school has. It's just like certain people. I just don't think that school is made for. Like for me, with my creativity and everything I was trying to do. I felt like a lot of times, like, they were trying to streamline me and what they wanted me to do instead of helping me get, become what I wanted to do and stuff like mm. that with music and everything like that. Because, like, they just want me to be a pianist, pianist and then, like, learn all these other instruments. And I'm just like, no, mm. I want to involve, you know, evolve myself as a piano player, but also continue to, like, learn different aspects of music as in, like, making it. Not more yeah. so just, like, learning different instruments and learning how to play them. Right. It's more so just making music and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And they did and then, you know, it was just like, oh no, go join show band or go join this class. And it's just mm -hmm. like, I don't want to do that really. Like I'd rather be in the theory class or do something else type of thing. And yeah. it's just like, yeah. I, and then plus me and my um grandma and my teacher got into it a lot. So mm. it's just I just found it way better just to go to my my old teacher I had um been seeing since I was five and everything like that. Mm. So we just continue just to continue to go do lessons with him and just like Fuck it, I just leave and transfer. Plus, I really want to hoop, so. Yeah, that's true. Hoop they ain't there, had, you couldn't hoop there? Nah, bro, they ain't had no athletics team. They bro. ain't got no athletics? No athletics that's team, That's crazy, bro. I didn't, well, I literally had to, I would have to play for a whole nother school. 
We never played them now. Yeah. Think about it. So that's <laughs> nah, it's 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 dope because it's like I didn't know that this whole time that you you knew Tyrone and Aaron beforehand, and they was just already there. Cause I what's funny is I gravitated toward to to them like before knowing you. So I'm like, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. I just remember this the times, bro, when we used to go to the motherfucking library after school, bro. Yes, bro. <laughs> we used to stay to that JT closed, bro. Yep. Like, uh, doing Miss Fuchs homework, mm-hmm. <laughs> doing whatever other AP class we was in, bro. That was that was that just triggered me, bro. I remember them <laughs> days. That's crazy. We used to really have to do work. It wasn't too bad, but I just yeah. remember like I, being in that school was different. Yeah. We definitely made fun of that shit. Definitely bro. made fun of that. And made the most of it, but. Yeah, but let me ask you this, bro, because for people who don't know what H.D. Woodson was like as a high school, like, how did you, like, navigate through that, like, as an individual, bro? Like, what was your mindset going through high school? Because people don't, everybody high school experience is different, but, like, I feel like ours is very interesting, given that school. I feel like, for me, going to two different high schools, it allowed me to have, like, a whole different perspective. Because when I came into, like, um, when I came to HD, I was expecting, like, a lot of stuff that, like, be the same at Duke, but it was, like, completely different. Mm. Like, for example, like, I ain't, I don't know if it's just because of, like, where schools be located, but this is another reason why, you remember when we did that little thing for Miss Fuchs and we went down to the courthouse? This is the reason why I wanted to do this. It's because, like, when I was at Duke, I got exposed to so many different opportunities. And I'm not mean just music opportunities, like, academic Mm. opportunities. I was actually like so many more things I was exposed to when I was at Duke. Mm. When I got the HD, bro, <laughs> none of that shit, bro. If you wasn't like, if you didn't know somebody, or like, if you wasn't in a special program or something like yeah. that, like you had to like be you in had something to be, you special had to, be, to in. be able, you know, like you feel me? Yeah. In order to do something, when I felt like at Duke, it's just like you can just pick and choose whatever the fuck you wanted to do for real, for real. Hmm. If I want to go do something that involved me doing something at another school, I can go do it type of thing. But like when I was at HD, I was, and I don't know, it's just because like I came in 11th grade year, so I just didn't know the avenues to right. traverse and stuff like right. that. But like I felt like even like when I started linking in with you, mm-hmm. um, Aaron, and everybody who I see is like really tapped in with everybody at the school, I was just like, all right, nah, we really just don't go shit here for real. Like that's really what it is. It's not even like they ain't trying to not do something. It's just yeah. they just don't got shit to offer. They, they, they the school ain't getting it. So. Yeah, what's crazy is. Woodson was supposed to open up as a STEM school, like when it first got rebuilt. Cause all my, a lot of my family went to Woodson when it was the tower. Same. And so it's like, when they opened it up, they said it was HD Woodson STEM High School. So I'm thinking, bro, we about to have robotics club. <laughs> we about to have that shit, boys. Especially and the, the shit building. Nice. Yeah, the building looked dope. What we get in there, it ain't really shit to do. <laughs> like, it's like it's regular shit. I'm like, damn. And you ain't really start to pick up on it till you like. I'm I'm like in tenth grade getting more into like you know like the hero program and all those like scholarship programs and i'm like bro we really don't got shit like we went to i think we went to some uh stem conference one time and it's like we saw all the other schools and what they had and it was like bro we don't have that shit what's going (laughs) on like and these are other public schools just across town so it's like yeah shit was weird it was really weird and then just to like put a little context like that same year um i think our senior year a history teacher um she took us down to the courthouse where we were able to do a little speech um in front of i think the like 
educator of DC or something mm-hmm. like that. Can't remember the specifics, but like that was one of the voices that I was concerned is just like it shouldn't be this much dis um discrepancy between different schools in yeah. the same, especially of how small DC is. Bro. Yeah, you got bro. a school damn near every blo- <laughs> every block of Pretty much, like, bro. bro. It'd be like every corner I turn, I'm in a school zone. You feel me? Like, damn, that's so. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is fact. Nigga got to drive slow as fuck around. Fuck around, you feel me? So that's crazy. Cause even coming over here, I'm like, bro, damn, like I just hit like eight school zones, bro. What the fuck? Like, I'm not that far. It, that's what I'm saying. And it's just like, it should not be that much difference from like school to yeah. school to school to school. Yeah, and like, that's the thing. I feel like for me, cause like I went to like, shit, I don't even know. I went to like, I'm gonna say like nine different schools. Damn, from for real? from yeah, from like kindergarten to up to, hmm. from yeah, from kindergarten up to high school, I went to like nine different schools. Cause the longest hmm. I stayed in the school was arts and technology, and that was from first to third grade, and that's why I met like Tyrone and, and all hmm. those. Yeah. Wait, arts and technology. What? Where is that at? That's uh. That's the, um, it's, it's literally down the street from HD. Um, it's it's just in the um, it's in the oh. back. Uh, okay, wait. So that's not Kelly Miller. Nah, nah. That's the other one down the street from there. Yeah. Oh, I remember that now. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I was tripping. I used to look at those both the same. Like, <laughs> I kept, yeah, okay. Because I think they changed into a kit, but I think they still yep. got the arts and technology next, next to it. Mm. I Matter of fact, one of my nieces went there at one point. So, I, yeah, that's crazy. So, that was the longest I haven't stayed in the school three years. Every Everything after that I was either there for a year, two mm. years max. Yeah. So, I. My grandma had me every fucking way, bro. <laughs> I did not stay no, no singular for school, bro. And then I feel like with that experience, it just made me realize, like, some of these schools just ass, bro. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It just be like that, bro. Yeah, man. It's, it was definitely an interesting time. Um, Let me ask you this. Like, um, what was I going to say? Like, how do you view the city now? that you're an adult and you've like left you went to college and stuff and you came back like we've obviously experienced some stuff now how do you look at the city now versus when we was in high school i i ain't gonna lie i kind of now have a newfound love for it a little bit more mm. just because like i felt like when i was younger i really just wanted to get the fuck out of the city. same you feel me like i did not want to be here at all mm. like i was like the moment I finish high school, I'm going to the first school <laughs> I could go, bro. I'm not being here. Like, and then my grandma was like, oh, why don't you go to Howard? I don't give a f- No, 80 other niggas going to Howard. I'm not yeah. about to go yeah. to Howard. Like, no, I'm good. So I was just like, I, I need to get out of the city. But, like, leaving the city and then another thing, traveling as much as I've traveled mm-hmm. and then hearing, like, how people recognize me when I say I'm from D.C., I feel like it yeah. gets a different pop from, yeah, from yep. like when people say they from different places. It definitely does, me? bro. DC definitely has a, yeah, I feel that. Cause like other places is like people always, you always get niggas from New York. Yeah. You always get niggas from like Chicago, maybe LA, like the main major cities. But like when niggas say DC, it's like, all right, what y'all really about over yeah. there? Yeah, we interesting. We have an interesting like culture and style and all that shit. So yeah, that's dope. And like I and like people always never know where I'm from, but they know I'm not from wherever I'm at. You feel mm, me? I feel it'd that. be like we I, I think we just dress so differently. Just yeah. from like I think from I think from everyone on the East Coast really. I think we just got our own distinctive thing. And then we I do. feel like I like I feel like traveling has made me realize just like 
how made me fall in love more with the culture of like DC and everything more and stuff like that. Yep. And then made me another thing made me realize like I didn't really know my city like I thought I did. Mm. Just because like I had to catch the bus every fucking where and shit mm-hmm. like that and see what happens on like the bus and the train thing and that's my city. Yeah. When like wow, you really haven't deep. like gone out and like gone to like different like restaurants around the mm-hmm. places, different places that have different things for you to do and everything like yeah. that. And then once I got to explore that as a dog, like I feel like it made me realize like damn nah my city got a lot it's of shit dope. bro yeah. like yeah it's, it's a lot of stuff I even know I knew about my city you feel me and I thought I knew every fucking thing and, and you know it's like, crazy like I think I'm still in that phase of like I haven't really explored the city for real as an adult and I need to do that because I like people be asking me like oh so what is there to do in DC I'm going like next week I'm like nigga I don't fucking know like I just went to monuments and, <laughs> yeah. and museums my whole life like that's it and we got hella food to eat so I really don't know but yeah I gotta I gotta explore more I do uh I do like the nightlife more now like I, you said something real profound when you said growing up on the bus and on the train like you just see that and think that that's your city that's some real shit because that's how i used to feel like me walking outside on the street and having to navigate different neighborhoods and shit like that that was that's that's what i always associated home with mm-hmm. and to your point too is like that's what made me want to get out like i was like bro, i don't care to be here like like yeah so that's you crazy. catch the x2 so many times you can be like yeah nah, i ain't dealing with this shit. bro the <laughs> x2 is notorious bro it's like Bro, the X2 could be its own drama <laughs> show, bro. That could be its own, like, loving hip-hop Atlanta. Bro, you could you could do a whole, bro. You know what Metro need to do to get some extra money? Yeah. Like, make a YouTube page and just, like, post a surveillance tape from bus, <laughs> bus incidents. They would get a bag. They would get a bag. They don't even know. Hey, hey. Sponsor my boy. Sponsor my shit. Cut the check. Cut the check. check. That's crazy. I need that check. <laughs> and in the world of content, hell yeah. Like, hell yeah. yeah. Boy, that shit. Bro, I don't remember one time I got on the X2 where it was peaceful. You feel me? Like somebody saying <laughs> Somebody's something. Somebody talking doing shit, something. Doing something, Somebody on the bro. phone yelling at somebody like something going on, bro. That, that bus is crazy. Is, <laughs> Why is it that bus, bro? It's only that bus from what I know, bro. That I mean, one bus. That's what I'm like. Like, I don't. I feel like, I don't know, bro. Especially like <laughs> when it was, I don't know if they still have these buses, but you know how they had the X2s that like had the little in the middle that stretch and yeah shit like they that. still got the phone bro oh yeah it's up <laughs> if you on that bus it's up boy just know it's too many people whatever side have a you sit on it's it's up bro it don't matter you you got it's that little middle section yep front to back bro it's something is going on something's gonna bus. happen somebody's talking somebody some characters on that bus you gonna see crazy. something <laughs> yeah so and then going down and then another thing i realized like being a kid you really don't know where to go for real mm-hmm. like and then even the places that you know that you could go to have fun you too young to really enjoy them that's facts so just like i feel like coming back as an adult i've been able to like enjoy it a lot more and not written and i feel like because like even when i was like 19 20 i used to go to the same little three little spots bliss power do the same yeah, little shit yeah, and then yeah. be like even then, I was just like, yeah, I'm ready to leave. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm about to go to Nevada soon. I'm about to move yeah. type shit. And then it's just like, each each year, I keep saying, oh, I'm about to move. I just find something, to, something another reason why I just might want to just stay here. Longer time. Mm. So That's crazy, bro. Like, what do you, uh, what's some places that you've discovered now that, like, you didn't know existed in D.C. that surprised you? So, like, hmm. 
if you have any that you can share with the, with the people out there that want to come to our city. I'm trying to think really like, cause like it's not really like a specific place, but like um I say or experiences. I would say this: Ivy City has been growing a lot recently for me, mm. just because like what they have been building over there, I really like. Cause what, like, what, where is Ivy City? So like you know like um if you if you go down like New York Avenue and everything like that, mm-hmm. that's like on, that's like Eighth Street, but like going around that way, right? Is it uh, is it closer to like Gallaudet? Yeah, yeah, but that's like like, like Florida area. Avenue type thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, let's say you like you taking Florida Avenue, right? And mm-hmm. You go straight, and you know where that little Wendy's used to be at, right there, yeah. that fat ass intersection. Yeah. If you make a right, it's you, some shit down yeah. there. Yeah. I, I, okay, my niece lives over there. Is it like over in the McKinley Tech area, kind of sorta? Nah, that's that's um, I forget what that neighborhood is. That's on the opposite side. But uh-huh. if you like, if you take the bridge that go up instead of like going straight. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I know what bridge you're talking about because it got like, it, does it have like not a mural, but yeah, like kind of like, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Okay, so if you take that joint and then like go straight down there. Um, it's gonna be like a few blocks down. It's gonna be like with that Target and everything that they just mm-hmm, built. Mm-hmm. All of that's like Ivy City. Mm. Now a lot of people would just see that and just think, oh, it's just front shit. Nah, if you go in there, mm. it's so much shit. They got Damn. performance halls in there. They got this thing called Throw Shoshu I Love. Oh, and they I got saw them. that. Yeah, so that's like, what that's that said? All bro, in that there, shit bro. look dope as fuck. And, like, and I feel, and I see the community over there is so welcoming. You don't feel mm. like shit's going to happen. Gonna, pop yeah. off. You can just go over there and have fun type of thing. And see, and that I, was the biggest thing for me, like, growing up in the city. It's like, people always ask me, like, yeah, so how is the nightlife and we're partying in D.C.? I'm like, bro, y'all don't even understand. Like, most of the shit I done been to, I done had to run from. <laughs> like, <laughs> so me? it's like, even being young, like, niggas used to go to, like, go-go's and shit like that. It's like, bro, that shit was dangerous as fuck. Like, nah, that shit was not safe. That shit was not safe. You going to a fucking club where hella niggas beefing it. Literally, a bunch of neighborhoods that beef with each other are in the same building? Yeah. That is insane. Like you're that, asking for something. To you're pop asking up. for something. Because so. you know everybody gonna go to the pop most popping space, yep. and they gonna get a section, and they gonna try to outdo somebody. And once somebody yep. outdo them, instead of either that or a nigga get his shoe stepped on, oh, it's over. So <laughs> don't let a nigga step on the shoe, and you ain't so to say sorry. Oh shit, or you ain't even wipe it off. There's some niggas that's really deep about nah, that shit. Nah, nigga. Like that. It's you crazy. See me. <laughs> I ain't wiping shit. Yep. Yep. There, there it goes. It started just like I that. I say my bad, bro, but the moment you ask me to wipe me, you got me fucked up then. I'm sorry. Nah, wiping somebody else's shoe is crazy. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. You, like, you, oh, yeah, sure. No. Like, come on, bro. Put I'm your ego put your ego you? away. Like, come on, bro. Just, just wipe your shoe off. It was active. Like, nah. I give you a napkin the fuck. <laughs> I ain't wiping that shit, though. You crazy. So, Ivy City. Okay. How how is like cause I you know what I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like there's like I I've, I've been up Georgetown a couple times but I feel like there's stuff over there that I haven't really I haven't really been all up through there I feel that you know what I'm saying I feel like it's shit over there that I just haven't really it's nice over there on that side but it's like I don't really I don't really be over there it's such a it's out the way yeah but, I feel nah I really do like it. I feel like only reason why I just don't go there as much is just because I spent two years of high school there. Mm. So it's just like, I know, know every fucking yeah. thing. Like, and like, it hasn't changed that drastically mm. for me to go back and like really try new things. Cause yeah. like a lot of the same restaurants I, I used to still go to there. are still there. Mm. Like the only thing that really changed for real, for real was like, thing used to be like a five guys or some other shit on there. Then then it's not there no more. It's like an and piece or some other stuff. I don't even remember, but like, mm. gotcha. 
and then like the main thing i liked about georgetown really was just the waterfront and then going to that movie theater down yeah. there because that thing was in the cut ain't nobody really yeah. know about that you talking about bro. with a little bridge at? yes that bro. that shit fire that i seen uh it got a bar in that junk bro they got a bar in there yes sir i, I mean I, I i don't know i know they added it they ain't have it all like all the time because when i was high school they mm -hmm. had it but i think like when i came back from like uh school and shit like that yeah yeah i seen that hole in there that's crazy i seen first time i went there i remember seeing the, the movie cloverfield yeah. and i seen that shit there that shit was dope yeah that was a good ass movie yeah i think what was it um my man's malik you you met him mm -hmm. um he used to work at um that that same joint when we used to because we um, mm. Me, that's how I met um, Malik and Will. Oh, okay. Because me, okay. all three of us, we went, we went to Duke and everything like that. So that's how I mm. met those guys and everything like that. And he worked at that drink. And then like, whenever a new movie came out, he'd be like, "All right, love, <laughs> for love, <laughs> let's go see this Jake." Sure. We see that Jake open the night. Had tickets and he had to pay for shit, bro. She used to be lit, bro. Sure. So tell me, bro, like, what is like, what is your mindset nowadays, like, and what would it what are some of the things that you live by whether it's like a motto or just like what is the main belief in yourself that you use today mm -hmm. to navigate this phase of your life especially that's a great question yeah yeah great question. <laughs> that's what i've been trying to get to with solo dolo it's like how because we we live this life mostly with ourselves like we have hella people around us we have family friends all that but like you go to sleep by yourself even if somebody's laying next to you you go to sleep by yourself you wake up by yourself you're in your head most of the time so it's like it makes sense to make your your head a nice place to be so what are some of the things that you live by mentally to make sure that you navigate the different phases of life like in a, in a good way in a smooth way all right Hmm. I, I don't know if it's really more so a phrase of a model I have, mm -hmm. just like of a mindset. I try to keep yeah, every be, now and then. It could be a mindset. You could break it down, however, whatever it is. So, like, I can't explain it mainly. Whether it's like, if, even if you want to do it in sections, like the the kind of friends you, you're into now, or how you navigate friendships, how mm -hmm. you navigate relationships with people, um, how you navigate family, like shit like that. I think where I think I really flipped the switch was two years ago. I might get a little deep with y'all real mm. quick. So when my grandma passed a couple years ago, a lot of people don't know this about me. I don't have any parents. Mm. Like, I don't have a mom. I don't have a dad. I don't even have grandparents. My, my mom and dad passed when I was young, and then my grandparents basically raised me. And then once they passed, that was basically my parents. So, like, when it comes to like looking for like an older voice or like mm. something like somewhere who I could be like, if shit go hit the fan, I know I could always be like, I could count on my mom. Like mm -hmm. I can't do that type of thing. Mm. So like when, like when I lost her or like when I got to the phase when I was like feeling like I was losing her, a, a, a switch flipped in, in me where I was like, I got to be able to realize like I got to be a provider, not just like for mm. like for whoever I'm with, just like for myself, just because like, if this shit go bad it ain't no falling back on nobody you mm -hmm. feel me like mm -hmm. i don't i can't i can't be like i can't call nobody up i don't got no family to call up i don't got no brother i'm only child i don't got no brother and sister to call up or nothing like that mm -hmm. so like when this shit really like if this shit ever hit the fan which i pray is not but you know this boy i think got you're doing mind on. i think you're doing a pretty good job bro you you every time i talk with you bro you only progress like and it's a it's, it's been like that since high school so it's like that's 
my mom asked about you a lot and it's crazy because i she asked me if you were the only child and i i did i forgot whether you had siblings or not but I, you just you know i just learned again <laughs> now but um yeah she always asked about you i'm like nah yeah good like he be doing his thing like for real so I did, and like I and I and I be loving how like everybody would be trying to check in on me and I and I'm sorry for people who I don't be checking in on. It's yeah. just like your boy be busy because yeah, it's all love. Like, you got it's, I got plans. It's gonna be it's gonna be a day one day where I ain't gonna be busy no more. I yeah, promise you. Yep. It's just like I just gotta get there first. You feel me? So yeah. I'm just, at that point now where it's like because I understand how busy my life get. Mm -hmm. I never take it personal. Yeah. Like I'm like, bro, no, he's handling life right now. <laughs> Everybody's handling life, life right now. Right now. Yeah, that nigga's yeah. busy. I ain't even like I, I hear from where I hear from. If I feel like I reach out to people when I think of them that mm -hmm. like on a certain day, I'm like, why am I thinking about this person? Okay, reach out to them. Like that's how I be doing it. And so, um, for all those people out there that might be stressed out that you ain't reaching out to your friends often enough, like if y'all really good friends, just know that it's okay. You don't have to be with that person every day to to remain good friends like a good friendship stands the test of time doesn't matter how often y'all hang out like i i really barely see ed that much <laughs> but like every time we link up it's like time doesn't equate into the it's not in the equation it's it like, felt like we was just hanging out we the day just before hanging out so yeah but yeah but go ahead continue bro but just like just like a just a one of the notes that you to touch on about the friend thing just like even if you don't talk to him a lot, like I got an example, my man's B man, bro. Like mm -hmm. we basically grew, same thing. We grew up together in the church and everything like that, and everything like that. Just like playing hooping together, doing different stuff together, doing um stuff on the weekend, going on different summer stuff. Me, him, Cam, and everybody like that. And then like you know, when you're growing up, you don't really have like a consistent number of cell phones, so it's really yeah. hard to stay in contact with those people. So mm -hmm. like when I left for school, like I really didn't wasn't able to talk to nobody because like i didn't have nobody's numbers like i didn't get nobody's stuff or anything like that so like i didn't really nobody i just i just remember one day i think he found like my twitter or my instagram and then he just dm me he's like hey is this ed from beulah and i was just like <laughs> my yeah nigga, my nigga. i was like yeah this is my man nigga be that yeah, oh this man. shit and then like ever since then we just we just locked back in and everything yeah, like bro. that you feel me and just feel like we still been like brothers since like since we was younger type shit so Ain't nothing like reconnecting with old friends like Man, that. What? Like your brothers, like niggas that you really like came up with, bro. It's nothing. It's like nothing that. like that, bro. So just just rekindling that friendship and then like relinking with them has been amazing over the last couple years as well. So, just like and I, and then that's another thing I've been trying to do. Just like not building relationships better. Just like trying to figure out which relationships were really really need my energy mm. and like that because like one. i feel like a lot of times i was pouring a lot of energy into a lot of the wrong people mm. and it was getting me in situations where it'd be like why the fuck are all y'all giving me shit for mm. like nigga like i'm the one that's going through shit y'all niggas just bitching and complaining for mm. <laughs> like so like i felt like i really got caught up in a lot of those situations and then i felt like i had to fix it and then when they didn't fix it, it was just like, oh, man, I fucked the shit up or anything like that. When I'm at the point where it's just like, nah, I just didn't need that in my life for real. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, I was, that was just like a lot of wasted energy, I feel like. And yep. now it's just like, I don't look back at no, like, foul thing or, like, any yeah. harm or anything like that. It's just you like. You just understand what it was. Like, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, that's real. A lot of friendships, you, like, we grow up thinking 
we grow up under that assumption that oh because we've always known each other that we'll always know each other or we'll always be like this but Mm -hmm. it's like nah bro shit changes people's lives go in different directions like some people mature different at different rates rates, yeah you know what i'm saying so it's like that's really been a big thing i've been seeing a lot in my friend group just like seeing who's mature and mm-hmm. who's still think that we're doing these 19 year old kids that can run around the streets all fucking day yeah. like we don't got responsibilities these days bro bro yeah. just be like some some people would just be shocking me at like what some how of their, reckless they really be like they be like bro and then the expectations from people and it's just like do you do you even set yourself up to be successful for yeah. yourself to be like ex- demanding or expecting this from people like and and I and then like I I had I had again a couple people you feel me yeah. had to let a people couple know like look you want this friendship to keep staying with this stand bro you gonna have to change or do something bro yeah. because like I can't keep you can't I got come here when you me? when you going here you feel me yeah. like I like I, I'm trying to go up here bro I can't stay down here and babysit you and walk you up the whole way I yeah. can give you the blueprint I can I can tell you how to do it like I did it but like I can't hold your hand every step of the way nobody helped my hand yep. you feel me so. And, and that's a hard transition because it's like, unless you really step outside yourself to really understand that situation, it can be tough mm-hmm. leaving people behind yeah. or leaving people not even necessarily behind, just leaving them for their own journey. Like you, like you said, you can't babysit them. They have to figure that out themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they have to want to do that for themselves. So it's like, in the meantime, look, it's all love hit me when you you know not even just when you need me because that's some fucked up shit <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like my phone is open yeah but like i'm also taking care of my shit too so like you know yeah it's being more mindful of just where everybody's life path is yeah. going so and just like the circle that back just like like when you when you trying to like when you got to figure that out like for me like i said earlier like i don't have that like older guidance like of mm-hmm. course i have like my friends parents that like mm-hmm. will be that always be like if you need anything call, and like and right. i hear and i hear them saying it like i hear mm-hmm. them all the time saying it and it's just like trust me if i get really down bad you mm-hmm. know i'm gonna call you but right. like if i have just a minor inconvenience like mm-hmm. i'm going to want to try to figure that out because like if every if something something always goes bad and i can't get a hold of one of y'all you yeah. feel me? then what i'm going to do Right. So it's like I, I I hear y'all. Trust me, I'm good. I might look like I'm stressed, or I'm going through a lot of mm-hmm. shit. It's just, but I'm just trying to figure it out, type of thing. And yeah. then like I, another thing, just about like not having like a lot of like older people to talk to is just like, man. Once my grandma passed, bro, is another thing I realized is just like ain't nobody gonna love you unconditionally like your mother. Bro. Mm. Ain't nobody going. Ain't nobody, bro. Because like real. ain't ain't no once ain't nobody like the person birthing you, bro. Like not even I ain't going a lot. Not even your pops sometimes. You feel me? In some situations, you feel real. me? This ain't nothing real. like your ain't nothing like a mother's love, bro. And like when you don't have that no more, and you get exposed to like how like how real the world can get, mm-hmm. and how real people and grimy people can get, mm-hmm. it's just be like, bro, like all these lessons, all this love that you've been trying to show and give to me, I see why now. Just because like it's not guaranteed and I'm gonna get it once I leave from her. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. like. I, like even if I get in a relationship, it's not guaranteed that like whoever I get in that relationship, she's gonna love me back too. You feel me? Just because we get together doesn't doesn't mean that's always a guarantee and everything like that. Yeah. You feel me? Doesn't just because she and even if she did love me doesn't mean she's always gonna look out in my best interest as well because she got her own interests as well to look out for. Mm. So it's just like 
talk about it you feel me like ain't because like ain't and your mama ain't never going to tell you nothing wrong she might get the hell on your nerves or might tell you mm-hmm. some stuff that might be a little outdated but mm-hmm. like she mm-hmm. it's all coming from love bro mm-hmm. and then like and that's why i just be like whenever i hear people arguing with their parents and stuff like that I, i'd be like i hear you i hear you just just know that they love you bro they, it's yeah, coming from a place of it's coming from a place of where they caring about you like i'm gonna know you might not want to hear that shit or anything like that but like it's a reason why they saying it bro they just worry that's all so you just got sometimes just take that shit on the chin and be like, all right, Ma, thank you, bro. You feel me? Yeah. So I just just I just miss being able to do that a lot of times because you know since I had like an older parent, like you know my grandma was always throwing wisdom on me. Mm-hmm. Like she always had these uh, phrases she used to say throughout the day. And like looking back, I used to be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like yeah. she used to one thing she's like, when I'm gone, you are gonna miss talking to me. And I'm like, Ma, what are you talking about, yeah, bro? Like yeah. like I'm gonna be good, da da da. And then like now that she gone, it's just like damn, like. I really do miss like having those conversations mm-hmm. where I could be like break something down or like tell her about something and she would like give me her point of view on it or something like mm-hmm. that. So it's just like or just get her just breaking telling her me about her life and her stories and stuff like that mm-hmm. and different things like that. So what yeah. was uh what do you think was the one thing that what what's the thing what's the first thing that comes to mind as far as like wisdom that she gave to you? Patience. And I'm still working on that shit to this day. I ain't not, I'm still not good at it. But mm-hmm. that was one of like the biggest, biggest things that she was really on to me. Cause she always knew I wanted shit like that. Mm-hmm. She knew I wasn't like a, a I didn't want to sit there and just not do nothing. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like if if like even if I had a rest day, I still wanted to be doing something. And she just like she used to be like, just be patient. It's gonna come. It's just like, you know what you're doing. You know that you're doing the right things. Just because you ain't seeing it right now doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then, like, because, like, it'll be days, like, I wouldn't see the the fruits of my labor, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know me. I'm a hard-ass worker. So mm-hmm. when I be determined on something, I'm putting my 100% in. When I don't see, like, nothing coming from it, I be like, I get, I get real. I used to get real low on myself. Yeah. And she used to be like, don't get super high. Don't get real low. Just stay right there stay in the middle in the and middle. just be patient, bro. And then uh-huh. if it don't work out, that's fine. You you learned from that lesson that you could continue on from what you learned and then take it from there type of thing. So that's like one of the biggest things she really just taught me, which I'm I'm still trying to work on to this day. Cause I still be trying to be spitty and godless through some shit these days, <laughs> man. I'd be like, man, give me this shit today, man. Today. I want it today, bro. But I gotta keep reminding myself, patience, bro. Patience, bro. It's not all gonna happen in one day, bro. Yeah. And I be and that's not be thinking that I be like, oh, I gotta do all this. And like, nah, bro. Just take your time. Do do go through the motions, bro. Do what you need to do. That's real, bro. Cause I I know for sure. Look, it's it's interesting because I think sometimes I work as if it could happen in all in one day, mm-hmm. and that may or may not be good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't feel like it's just the healthiest. You feel me? Yeah. Like I feel like it's needed at times. It's needed at times. There's time like, and place for it. For you sure. feel me? Yeah. But like, if you're doing that constantly, you're going to burn yourself out, bro. Mm. Like, and then and then when you burn yourself out, and then you're really not going to be productive. And now you, now you're gonna have setbacks. You might build bad habits while you like mm. trying to get back from your burnout and stuff like that. That's true. Because like, because I ain't gonna lie. Like, COVID was my burnout year. Just because, like, well, I ain't gonna lie. 2019 was my burnout year. COVID was my recoup year. Mm. Just because, like, every since everything was shut down, 
And like me being an introvert, I love just being by myself. So the moment Same. you said I can be in my fucking house and yeah. be in, in my room all day, nigga, Same. it was over, bro. I got to work from home from here. I never left my room. I, I never left my room, bro. I would never leave my room. Like I just go leave my room to go to the bathroom. And that's it, bro. Like wow. I would not leave this joint. Had a fridge in this joint. Everything was not leaving. So Damn. just like, just because like, I ain't going to lie, bro. Like. When I, um, after 2017, when I got back home from school and I went straight into like working and everything mm -hmm. like that, just trying to figure out like what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. like as a career type of thing. And just going from job to job, working my ass off, just like being an entry level, then getting promoted to like manager in like a couple months of being yeah. like, and doing that each job I go to type of thing. It's crazy. And then like, I was just like working my ass off, doing whatever I could, you know, doing, doing my thing type of thing. And then, and also working on my stuff on the side, trying to figure out if there's anything else that I wanted to do mm -hmm. in life. And then, like, just like my grandma started getting sick, so and then I started having like being. I really didn't. It just, and then before even COVID really happened, I already had to really be at home. You feel me? Because that's mm -hmm. the reason why I had to leave school. You feel me? Because mm -hmm. I had to be closer to home. Because like she was having too many accidents being by herself. And like I said, I don't have no family to watch her. So mm. if I ain't here and something happened, I knew that that was always going to be on my conscience and I couldn't have had that. So yeah. fuck it. And that mean I don't go to school for a couple of years and come back home and figure it out. That's yeah. fine. Shit. I wouldn't even be in school if it wasn't for her in the first place. So. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's real. <laughs> me? So I don't mind that. So just like just going through that and then me and another thing, seeing my grandma the decline so um fast made me put a pressure on my shoulders thinking like i had to make it to show her that like when you gone i'm gonna be okay because that yeah. was my biggest thing bro and then you know me like everybody wanted body mama house body mama something Man. and like and like me seeing like how fast like she was declining i was like i gotta get to this shit quicker than everybody else you yeah. feel me because i don't got that much time i can't be 30 35 and then to see, I got to do this shit in the next couple of years type yeah, thing. And yeah. so like, I feel like putting that weight on my shoulders too was like a, was a burden as well. Just realizing just like, bro, just, just she will know you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you don't got to have the most money. You don't have to like have everything already figured out. As long mm -hmm. as you progressing towards that, that's the main thing. Mm -hmm. And like, that's why I learned a lot in 2020 and everything like that. And then figuring that and figuring that out and everything like that. So, wow. That's crazy you bring that up because I, 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 I feel that still to this day, even with my mom and my grand. I lost my grandfather and my grandmother in 2020, and I had dreams of showing them everything, like mm -hmm. taking them to do everything. And when, when I lost them, it was like I, I wasn't even able to see. I was able to go to my granddad's funeral, but I wasn't able to go to my grandmother's. I had to watch it virtually. And so it was like granted i also had dream a dream like where she like i kind of like she came to me kind of you know what i'm saying it was like okay i'm it, i was able to make peace a lot more peace with it then but um i felt that same pressure like dang like i wasn't able to show them but at the same time they did know you bring up a good point they knew that i was progressing to that so mm -hmm. like i am able to live with that knowing now like all right but now I'm like, even with my mom, that pressure is still low-key there. Because I'm like, my mom's 60 now. And I'm just like, dang, like, she don't look like it. But my mom is 60. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's 60, dog. My pops is like 55. My other pop, my I got two pops. 
my other my real pops my biological pops he's just turned 50 so i'm like hold on bro i gotta get right like mm-hmm. i gotta get I, I i gotta show them i have to i have to do that bro i have to so i feel that same pressure i relate to that yeah just like but question for you just like mm-hmm. like you said with this pressure like what makes you like feel like uh, it's, mm, it's not really a question more than i think but like what makes you what what other than that like what makes you feel like that you really doing feeling like a lot of pressure because like from the outside looking in mm-hmm. i feel like especially with like a lot of un- uncovering artists i feel like they would love to be in a position that like you were in or something like that just because like you were in you are so involved in so many different things you feel me just from like looking outside that's like i feel like you're just waiting for something just to take off really mainly and like and like and like and like and like i feel like a lot of times like people just like get stuck in like when something is taking so long to take off that it's just be like oh man it's it's crazy because when you said patience was the lesson that she taught you i was like on me this is like, mine too like, like i feel like like i feel like you like job like and like you're not the only one like i feel like you cam and like a couple other people i feel like y'all all cam, just like right there is, bro i see it in cam. like I yeah see it. like when he drops his shit i'll be like bro this nigga's a star nah, that's he's really a star saying, bro. bro he really like that's he I got mean. that look he got, he got everything he got bro everything he got everything bro it's like bro it's only a yeah, bro, that's you put it perfectly. Because it's, like, it's just, I've because it, it just be like I just know niggas just gotta know you, bro. That's yep, it, bro. That's it. Because like whenever I meet somebody and I play y'all stuff, the first thing they be like, "Who's this?" Mm. Every single time, and then the first thing they do is go and just <laughs> that shit, go download your other shit, yeah. and it just be like, I feel like all we just all we just waiting for is just something just to like catch. Because like once one of us catches, it's just a wrap. Putting you on that all everything else that we that we tapped into too yeah. and it's just and i just feel like i feel like y'all y'all, y'all got the blueprint y'all got to figure it out y'all just waiting for it just to take off really yeah. a lot of times and i feel like like you said that patience thing is going to be a, a real thing for you coming up i really like because like because like i feel like some people sometimes they rush certain things um mm. It when like when you realize when you realize when you really really need to realize that like you need to grow a little bit before you do something before you receive all that you feel me because you might not have been ready to receive that yet you feel me because that was like, probably the version of you that would have lost it all just like that you, nigga what because I promise you if like uh, some of the stuff that I have like received in the last year if I got when I wanted it I would not have known what to do with it damn I would not have known what to do with it That's and real. I feel like. We're all growing to a to a person of ourselves where we realizing like what is once we get this shit what we, we know, know exactly yeah, what the we, fuck we, we need what to we do doing, yeah. like you feel me because I felt like we would have got this shit earlier we could have we would have been just caught up in the law yeah, like caught up flopped. in the industry and yep. then be like <laughs> you Man. feel me but like I feel like now that we have so much more experience in this game and like network so much more and like been able to have been in different conversations with like like people who've been in in the mm-hmm. in the industry in, and in, in the, the room with them and and talk to them and pick their brains and stuff like that and just the knowledge we've been able to gain from those interactions i feel like it's just a matter of time man i think about that too like my pops told me that uh otis he was like man if y'all would have 
blue when y'all first started because we man we thought we was the <laughs> shit me and my homie Damani, we thought we was like yeah bro we we ain't signing for less than a mil like <laughs> nigga we was man we thought we was like we thought we knew everything bro mm. and it's like looking back now i'm like nigga you didn't know shit, shit bro like you didn't know nothing Nothing. nothing you didn't know anything about a Amazing. blueprint anything about a strategy like building leverage like you had no leverage Mm-mm. and it was it was being worked on but it was just a small piece of it being worked on i thought just because oh i just know how to make my own beat and do my own shit i'm good yeah. like nah nigga it's even more than that like it's a lot of shit that go into this shit man bro. it's a lot crazy. of formalities that they don't tell you about bro crazy bro <laughs> so that so what was your what was your questioning and you said just looking from the outside in just like what, like, I know you said, like, you know, providing for, like, your parents and, like, getting that thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, what other pressures do you really feel, like, when it comes to, like, making it, like, with, like, your music and everything like that? I think, I think just, like, it's the fact that it was given, like, the opportunity was given to me. Mm-hmm. It feels like, okay, if it was given to you. I said it in the song. That's the song I told you, "Blowing Up in Italy." It, it was. It's. It's in the forever pressure. That's the name of the song too. And it's like talking about this pressure I feel from feeling like I need to prove this this point and prove myself worthy of all this. But um, damn, what did I say, bro? I said something along the lines of like. losing my train of thought but (laughs) just the fact that the fact that i was chosen to do this like it it almost feels like oh no i said in on my other on another song in my tape i said if i can't make i I said in this uh fear song i did a Mm -hmm. remix the fear from kendrick and i said if i can't make it in this music then what is it there for therefore mm. i choose to be the one that barely sleeps but snooze alarms the week will be disarmed from bonds they made too late to pay your dues are due it's been too late you miss your flight to get away something like that but it's like basically like the fact that i was given this gift to do this shit, i had no clue when i was younger like i didn't know i was gonna be doing this i didn't know that i was gonna gravitate towards it so it's like bro it has to be for something greater than myself and similar to college which is crazy when i had all the scholarships that i had to go to school that's the only reason why i finished school too because i felt that pressure of like bro every everybody done put poured into you some type of way to get here whether it's monetary whether it's wisdom whether it's whatever it is a meal uh, uh bro whatever it was my friends like going to play basketball whatever it was bro to help me get through this like growing up in dc it's like so if i didn't get something out of that bro it's like it i don't know if i was i don't don't know if i can handle that bro like it just like even with my little brothers like i'm like bro i just felt like i needed to graduate at that at that point in college when i was like late in the later half of it i was like bro i already i thought i knew everything which i probably still didn't but i felt like i had enough i got enough of a taste of what i could do given resources i understood resources and i was like okay i just need these tools to do what i need to do mm-hmm. and once i felt that i was like bro, i really don't need to go here <laughs> they just got the resources mm-hmm. but again that's why i need to be here yeah. so it's <laughs> like the resources be here for the resources and that's why i stayed the, that's why it worked out for me like staying an extra year too granted i fucked up my first year but like 
it's like it worked out because man <laughs> that shit was treacherous for me too crazy but i opening call <laughs> i'm telling you bro that was probably the lowest point in my life like because i i just never knew i i would feel that bad about not doing well at something you know mm-hmm. but um graduating college definitely was motivated by like the fact that i had younger brothers and younger siblings watching me that and they were like dang is he gonna do it like is he gonna do it because I'm really aside from like my cousin I have a cousin who finished college I have other people who went to college in my family but they never finished so it was kind of like all eyes were on me and people always knew like yeah Chris you, you know you're doing good we proud of you and it was like damn I don't want to fuck up because yeah. everybody's like low-key rooting for me so I gotta get something out of this same thing with music bro it's like they all know I've been doing this shit for a minute my mom and I'm thankful that like I have a mom who doesn't like shun my dreams like she's never once been like you need to get a real job and like stop doing that shit you need to focus on like getting some money she's never done that bro like she that's a blessing that's a blessing i'm very thankful for that so it's like the rest of my family too like they they see me doing my thing and that's all they say when i come home they like i see you doing your thing in atlanta keep it up like just keep going and so that i can't stop when they saying shit like that like you know it's crazy like when you say that just like you know me i don't have any like younger siblings or like younger like um relatives or anything like that really so like um the last couple of years i've been realizing like how many like people i'm like a role model that's not like that's a younger to me mm-hmm. that's like like that's like and that i talk to and stuff like that and like it's 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 like a few couple couple people are, like um my jobs and like that couple people like i know outside or outside of it and everything like that and it's just be like they, like some of them don't be looking towards me to make it but they did just be looking at looking towards me to be like you're at a point where i'm trying to get mm-hmm. how did how did you get there they looking up to you yep. and it's just, and it's just be like and then it, it'll be some of them but i'll be like hold on you you way better at, at where you where you at right now is way better than where i was at mm-hmm. at your age bro yeah and right I trying to mm. I, get, I be trying to reel that into them i'm like yeah. you just see the final product right now that's right. all you see you, you don't even see, know where you, you they don't even know where their progress bar is at right now it's like bro, you lit right now you don't even know when like, your shit fully low ooh, your shit going like when you get to me your shit gonna be higher than my drink mm-hmm. bro like when you get to my age and like i keep on trying to tell like a lot of these younger kid cats bro like mm-hmm. bro like if we talking that means you're doing good bro yep <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah because if we weren't talking that means you that means you you aren't in the spaces you need to be mm-hmm. the fact that we even able to have this relationship and you're able to come to me like this means that you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. and it's just That's like deep. and they be like oh damn really and they be like, <laughs> i'm like yeah, yeah bro yeah, like you it. you are good bro trust you're me bro right frequency like, like you definitely doing it because like I, I don't got all the answers neither my boy mm-hmm. ain't like i got the next five years figured out neither i don't know right. what the next five years hope holding on hold for me i just hope what it is is going to be amazing you feel right. me and i just progress to making sure that it can be as amazing as i possibly can make it type of thing so just like just just realizing like how many people i be touching like that and just like connecting with and everything like that it's just it's just like it's crazy and then yeah, you like, never really know how many people you really impact. Yeah, like, that's another thing too. I have I've had that a lot of moments where like, especially like coming from the school that we came from, it was a lot of people growing up in school that I'm like, I used to never think that they would ever like pay me any mind, <laughs> and now it's like 
when I hear from them at all, or if it, it's, it might be a little, you know, coincidence, I've run into them or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, bro, I see you doing your thing. I'm like, damn, you you see me? That's crazy. Like, I never thought you saw me. And now that you say that, it's like whenever I do run into, like, any of, like, my old classmates I don't see in a minute, they always be telling me, like, bro, you doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. If anybody ain't tell you this, bro, you be doing you doing the right thing, mm-hmm. bro. And it's, it's just like it's every not... time I hear that, I be like, damn, really, bro? I yeah, feel like I be... when I when I look, I mean, and you know, I know social media can only show you so much, mm-hmm. but when I, I be lying like you shit on that, <laughs> <laughs> like, but in reality, when I look and I see you, but even coming to see you personally, it's like, it's it's not, bro. We know how this goes. It's like mm-hmm. it's not often that people just do well or even decent mm-hmm. after high school bro it's like people be fucked up like that shit be crazy and it's like to see us still young and doing well it's like that's not the norm it's not the norm here so it's like yeah people do applaud us for it like when they see us like maintaining and just even just maintaining not even necessarily you don't even get to necessarily be like thriving but just like maintaining is the standard here of like okay yeah they doing good they maintain they not they don't even got to be striving for nothing crazy but just smooth sailing okay yeah that, that's good you're doing the right thing but like we actually doing shit so it's yeah. like hell yeah like people be inspired it's inspiring bro you never really know who you inspire and that's another thing that drives me to be the way i am is like there's so many people who i don't even know right now who are going to be impacted by me making it. Mm. like by you making it like too many like bro so many people we don't know like so many people who are going to be impacted by the work that we're doing so that's what that's why i feel that pressure and shit pressure makes diamonds bro yeah i said in that forever pressure mm-hmm. song too i said how, <laughs> how else could i be forming these diamonds i'm digging deep then i bring up just to show off like it's you yeah it's, <laughs> yeah go, go copy just, tape <laughs> just go, ahead. go ahead get, give me another get that man another stream for that Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah man um what was i gonna say um i guess like to kind of wrap things up like what's some things that you're really excited about in this phase of your life and that you're looking forward to as as you're you're growing and getting into different things whether it's your career path or your ambitions like what's something that you like that's been on your mind heavy as far as moving toward i feel like now like the last year and a half i've been able to really like find who edit ed is because mm. like before i ain't gonna lie before my grandma died i really didn't know who the fuck i was mm. just because like i was always doing stuff for her mm. that I, whatever i had going on in my life if she needed anything, I put it to the side. It didn't matter if it was a relationship. Mm. It didn't matter if, like, if I was sick, whatever. It didn't matter. If she needed something, I was going to be there for her type of thing. Because mm. it's just like, you got to remember, when my mom died, she did not have to take me in. Yeah, she could have let yeah. me go on the foster care and been like, feed me to the system. You That's feel me? crazy, yeah. But you know what she did? She took a four-year-old kid who just lost one of his parents, damn near his both of his parents, and it was like, I'm going I'm to show you what love is. Like, wow. And I'm not about to just leave you out here. And so then, and then like, not having that, like, here constantly no more. And then, like, because, like, 
I ain't gonna lie. Like she used to give, she used to be my battery pack, basically. You mm. feel me? Like she used to be the reason why. Like I, right, I, I'm, I know today has been a shitty day at work, but I know it's gonna be worth it because I'm progressing to where I need to be, type of thing. Mm. And so, like, just like when I lost her, I kind of like tried to figure out just like what I'm gonna do for me now, type of thing. Because mm. it's like I've like like I ain't gonna lie. Up until she passed, I ain't never did nothing for me. Mm. Like I, I like I, I, I was the selfless, most selfless ass person you could think of, bro. Mm. Like if anybody, anything needed anything, a friend, anybody, I was always the one that you could call on and be like, mm. "Oh yeah, I know Egg gonna get me." Bro, I remember, bro. You know one thing I remember that you did. Yeah. My niece was going through it with her mom, and you picked her up. I remember that shit, bro. Like, and I appreciate you for that, real talk, because that was a moment crazy enough had you not been there who knows where that where the trajectory of her life would have been if she didn't get out of there whatever because she just needed to get out of there whatever it was and you were there like that that's why it's like bro we we don't really know we don't know how all this shit be being orchestrated bro it's crazy like it's we really all crazy. be in the right places at the right, right times time. bro real talk like <laughs> it really be crazy bro like and bro, now that you really fucking say that, that this this is about to be really crazy. Mm. So like like when my when my grandma died, literally probably about like three months later, I found out I was gonna have a child. And like wow. mind you, yeah. what did I just say? I've been doing shit for myself this whole time. Mm -hmm. I ain't never get that to do nothing. Now I'm about to have a kid, and I'm about to get right back in that mm -hmm. cycle. Mm -hmm. Like like so like I ain't gonna lie, I was super stressing just because it's just be like, bro. It's not like I don't want to take. Of course, I'm gonna do what I right, need to do right. as a pops and everything. But it's just like, bro, I'm not trying to do this again, bro. I just as far as give not giving to yourself self type yeah. of thing because it's just like I don't know if I have any, I don't know if I have anything else to give, bro. Mm. I've been giving since from from fucking four to like up into now. Mm. Like what the fuck am I? What was that? Like three years ago? Like twenty three? Mm -hmm. Like from four to twenty three, I was giving out everything I can give to other mm. people. I wasn't, I, I mean, I received love every now and then from my grandma and seeing me give it out. But like right. outside of that, that was the only thing I was really receiving in too much. Wow. And then once I was like, all right, let me, let me figure out what I need, like what I need to do to make me love me type of thing. Or like, what's going to, what's going to be my new battery pack type of thing. Mm. And then it, it circles all back to that thing that I told you in the beginning. My mindset changed to, um, to being a provider. Wow. So when 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 i had when my basically like going through the whole um process with my daughter um mm -hmm. talking to like the mother of my child i told her this i was like look i'm gonna just be very honest with you coming about you this situation i don't know how i don't know how good i'm going to be in this situation i don't even think i'm going to be good at all i really don't think i'm prepared at all for this situation mm -hmm. now it's not my choice on what you choose to do with your body or anything like that because that's all on you but just know if you choose whatever you choose, I'm just telling you this. I just don't know what I can do, but I'm going to try my best. And if it falls off, I'm sorry. But it's just like that's all I got right now type mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't want to set any high expectations right now because, mm -hmm. like, I'm burnt. <laughs> I need, yeah, yeah, like, I feel. Like, I, I, like, like I, need, I need a break. And, like, yeah. I can't go back to just, like, taking care of people back to back to back type of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we had a conversation. We talked about it and everything like that. And we go through the whole pregnancy process, and she gets born. And it's something about being in the operating room and seeing your child born, bro. It just changes something in you, bro. Mm. 
And so just from that moment on, it's just like I was always really nervous. Like, oh, I'm going to be bad at this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Shit. Like, what do I fuck up? Like, da da da. And like, bro, now that like I've had my child for like a year, her, her, her um year birthday was last week, bro. It's like just looking back, it's just like, why was this? <laughs> I was just tripping, like bro. Like I was like, I was really geeking hard. <laughs> right, man, I was geeking. I was geeking hard as hell. And like, like to bring back to your other point, just like everything like ha- has its perfect timing. Mm-hmm. It was like every everyone when she got born was like, you you look happy. You know what's funny? I've out yeah. of my whole life, I ain't never heard someone just say that. That's to a me. That, bro. That's a and and it's cr- and it's crazy because like you know most of the times when you have news or good news you know right, oh, right. what's you so yeah yeah know, like, yeah like I'm just like just but a general a general you look happy, happy it's like, crazy like and from like a person who just like who sees me all the time and is randomly says that like mm-hmm. you look happy just like just hearing that made me realize like yeah bro like damn this shit was a blessing like mm-hmm. like and then a lot of people keep telling me like I really think your grandma got reincarnated. Like, oh, I she's feel like adorable. I feel like like a, a lot of people's like I feel like your daughter's what you really need. And it's crazy because it that it happens like that. When life is taken, it comes back. Yeah, yeah and bro. that's that's my when my grandmother. Damn, that's so funny. When my grandmother and my I think when my grandmother, and my grandmother a lot of them, like, and I'm still meeting new babies, like, <laughs> I, bro. I've been meeting babies like. I done met your baby, my little brother's baby, my my uh, my, my niece Jamari recently. So it's just dang, it's, it's crazy. But I do I, when as you describe that that whole transition over those years, that is I believe that too, bro. Like it's like when your grandma left, you got blessed with your daughter. That is crazy. Yeah. And man, I was over there stressing. <laughs> I had a whole blessing covered up. It, it be and, like and, that. And that's and, and go back to what we were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. You gotta get to that point where you, when you, if I would have got that earlier, I feel like I, if I feel like that would have happened when my grandma was alive, I felt like that situation would have been way different. Way than different. It did, what mm-hmm. it was now, but like I feel like that it happened and it did. I feel like I, I don't know. I just feel like it was a good time for me because I was I was mature enough to make. The decisions and the steps that I needed to make because I felt like if I was any younger or like if if that situation didn't happen or a couple other situations ain't happen, I don't think I would have been in the right mindset to mm. receive what was coming in because I'm thinking a burden is about to come in like oh mm. here come another bill I gotta pay for like, right, like, right, like right. where I'm gonna have to pay for it. where I'm gonna get this food diaper money like that's what all I'm thinking and then like everything just came easy you feel me mm. and it's just like damn like I. Like, you know, you still got your ups and downs as parents, but it's just like, like, damn, like. Overall, you really smooth sailing. Yeah, you feel me? Like, this is going a lot better, a lot than, better than what it could be. be. Like, man, bro, yeah, that's real. Because like, when, when I was in the beginning, I was just like, oh, this is about to be, this is about to be terrible. This <laughs> <laughs> about to be terrible. You are you know, for it's, your boy. It's, it's good that you, you were honest with her mm-hmm. from jump, with her mom, about, like, Look, this is where I'm at. And as far as being able to give and receive from people and pour into somebody other than myself, that's a big thing. Because some people will 
if it doesn't go if it goes unspoken and unsaid then it'll be it'll be taken the wrong way you know what i'm saying she may she probably was a lot able to allow her she was probably able to give you a lot more grace than what she would have if you didn't nigga you ain't lying because Woo. I'm just leaving it at that. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Um, I guess to close it out, bro, like what's um if you could if you could tell let me see, I got a good good question. Man. I gotta get a good <laughs> Shit, I'm about to say you been you been breaking them all night, man. Um thinking of something. The past is already done. Mm-hmm. Past is the past is already done. If you could tell your future self, if you could give your future self any advice a year from now, mm-hmm. or maybe even two, let's say a year. A year from now. What would it be? What would you have wanted that person to do? What would you have what would you what would you want what would you have wanted that person to do? Yeah. I'm gonna say this right now. Future self, you better get this promotion. Mm. I'm not playing with you, bruh. You got two opportunities for it. You better get one of them. I don't care. But, but. same for you. <laughs> same for you, cause yeah, we we need that. We need that. We need that. Cause we fact. get that, bro. We we gonna have that. We, we gonna just gonna that. we gonna put it out there, bro. You we gonna have that. A year from now, we gonna be and we gonna do a rerun of the episode and be like. Look like Look. we got them promotions. <laughs> we probably gonna be somewhere on the beach somewhere doing this episode. Uh, Hell yeah! Hey, the next episode gonna be crazy. Crazy. Just, just, watch, just wait for that backdrop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but nah, just like, but like on a like real serious note, just be prepared because I feel like a lot of opportunities are gonna come up that you're not gonna know are coming, and I really want you to have your shit ready mm. because I felt like the last couple years you let a couple couple opportunities squander just because you weren't personally ready mm-hmm. so just and like i feel like i'm doing just personally in the present time i feel like i'm doing a really better job in doing that but like future self keep doing that shit but like get get to that jank to the point where you like crispy with it so like mm-hmm. if if it if something come up to you that same day you'll be ready for it type of thing mm-hmm. just because like i feel like i feel like a lot of these opportunities that we about to have coming up we ain't gonna know they're coming. It's just gonna happen, and we gonna have to be on the spot and be like, "Are we gonna take this opportunity? We gonna, gonna take we it or fold? Fold? You feel me? So like, cause like, especially like at my workplace, it's been so many times I I I've like sold a network or like something like that, mm. and I've been like, "Fuck!" Like, I could have been in deep, real, like real, mm. real bad. I'm over here folding the shit. So it's just like now, it's just like nah, bro, just be ready at all times bro have your shit ready bro just because like these people looking they and they wanting to work with people you mm-hmm. feel me they, they everyone looking for the next thing bro. they are because there's not there's no there's really not a thing right now not there there are a couple things that's happening but it's like, like you got the same shit you got drake and yep. <laughs> everybody else. Yep. You feel same me? little class right now but you it ain't no me? real refreshing nothing's new out right now yeah like we haven't had nothing new for real for real. like something that changed the industry like when we gonna have our next Drake? when we gonna have our next little wayne like when we gonna have our next Eminem? When we gonna have yeah. our next Fifty Cent? Like yeah. Pop Smoke was supposed to be next Fifty Cent. You feel me? Him, but like, peace. you feel me? Like, like, 
Like, when we going to have that next thing? And I feel like a lot of people out there are looking for him. And I just, I'm just going to tell you this for yourself. Be fucking ready, bro. Because if that shit come, bro, you're going to be mad as hell if you ain't ready, bro. Mm, and if you, if you that joint, you're going to be mad. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to be wow. mad. That's the biggest thing, really. That's a bet. Well, with that being said, bro, I appreciate you hopping on here, bro. That was man. great. I really appreciate it. Yeah, like, I appreciate you having that, me, man. Um, that was a great first episode as far as having a guest, and it's always dope because doing these, we it's a give and take thing. Like it's like I got a lot out of that too, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's really dope. Um, other than that, man, y'all just rocked out solo dolo. Even though we not solo, it's both of us. <laughs> y'all just rocked out solo dolo. Well, we just rocked out solo dolo with Ed. So uh. Let them know where they can follow you and all that too. Yeah. Oh, um, you can follow me on IG at Eddie Say Thirty. Um, I do have a gaming page um called Go Sage Thirty. Tap so in. So I got the link in my bio on my IG. So just yes, go sir. ahead, click that. But um, outside of that, just 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 keep your eyes tuned to the IG because we 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 about to, we got some things in the works. We got mm-hmm. some things in the works that that you know you know me. I'm I'm subtle with it. Yep. It just come out. It yep. just come it just out. Come so out, just just be ready. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep. All right, y'all. Well, peace. Blessings peace on to you. Hey yo, Chris, where you at? I'm in town.